Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. We are back. Hey, Mr. Shaw. How you doing, Trent? I am good. Yeah, it's been good. Hey, so... On Rhapsody News, you're doing mm-hmm. this really cool series called Box Building, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's about owning a owning a gym or owning a business in general. Yeah, it's ten different sort of topics that you cover. I think right. seven of those topics are out now. They are at RhapsodyNews.com. Yeah. yeah, we've gotten a lot of feedback on it. A lot it, of feedback. It's super positive, and I think your insight and sort of the stuff that I add in there too is is been really helpful for people. One hundred percent. Well, I I think you know looking back when we first started. Uh, Rhapsody or even before we started Rhapsody, I think that was a big thing that, um, that back at that time, there wasn't a lot of information out about, um, mindfulness when it comes to just running a business. For sure. Cause it's not just about a, a fitness facility. It's, this can be translated to any other business operation that's happening out there, whether it's corporate or small business, whether it's a bakery or whether it's a bank, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And just systems and processes and, and, and how to, to make it all happen and make it all tick together. For sure. For sure. So one of the topics that you covered recently was about cultivating a coaching culture. Mm-hmm. Say it, that five times fast. I know. <laughs> cultivating a <laughs> I know. And I, I found it really interesting because I do think for us at Rhapsody, that is one of the, the paramount staples of our whole facility 100%. is coaching mm-hmm. and coaching is a two way street and it's about the coach and it's also about the athlete. 100%. Something was said to me last year, you know, they said you could have the best coaches in the world. You can have the best facilities in the world, mm-hmm. but if the athlete isn't bought in, Ooh. you can never make them exceed to the point that, that their potential is. Yeah. Yeah. You can set them up for success, but they ultimately have to do the work. Exactly. Right? You can support, but that's that's it. So I love how you broke your article down into two parts. We'll start with the coaching side, which is sort of our specialty. Yeah. Definitely yours. Um, and, and you said about setting the, the, the standard and expectations. Mm-hmm. And the transparency is key in that. Yeah. I mean, uh, overall, I think as, as a team at Rhapsody, um, I have set up a, a culture to where Nothing is hidden. Everything is transparent, mm-hmm. um, including what I expect from you as the head coach and also as one of the co-founders. Um, yeah, one of the things that I, I know that you do to really keep transparency is feedback, right? And, mm-hmm. and you do constant, constant class feedback. coaching reviews. Yes, and and then not only do you do it, coaches do it for other coaches. One hundred percent. So you've set up an environment to everyone, like if they see something that they liked or something that they think the person could improve upon, mm-hmm. they give that feedback to the other coaches. Yeah. There, there is that space that's between the other coaches and myself that gives them the opportunity to leave the ego at the door and really have a one-on-one conversation with each coach. And, and I, and I love that aspect because it really is, it puts everybody on an, on an equal playing field um, and also to know that the standard that we set is, is that right. And Completely. everybody needs to, um, everyone is expected to meet that standard. Exactly. And also, you know, yes, our m- more experienced coaches do give feedback to the new coaches, but also the new coaches give 
excellent feedback to those that are experienced because they're coming from it from a different perspective. Yeah. So I think that's, that's, that's key. We also have this um, thing that we do as well as we have a, a standard across all of our classes. So especially let's say the, the morning coach that's doing our five, six and 7am, they're going to learn a lot about that class that day for sure before all the other coaches have the ability to coach the class. And so one either in uh, logistics in our class planning or actually having one-on-one conversations with those incoming coaches, they actually have those conversations to say, Hey, this is what worked. This is what didn't work. This is how we changed certain aspects of the class. And then in turn, the classes keep continually getting better and better and better throughout the day. Probably the second pillar of your whole coaching team mm. is continuing continuing education. Yeah. And and you say it is paramount. It is paramount. Um, I have used this analogy before, but it is the same as a doctor doing continuing education and staying up on all of the new practices that are happening in medicine. It's the same thing that applies with sports medicine, right? Sports and fitness and all of that. Um, continuing education um, one lets me know that you are excited for what you're doing and that you have the drive and the dedication to keep moving forward, to keep raising the bar, right? And again, it, it, it all goes back to that expectation of that's what I expect my coaches uh, to want. Um, and I have continuing conversations with them of being like, okay, what is the next thing that we're going for when it comes to your next certification, your next, um, for sure. Because you have coaching sit downs every quarter Mm -hmm. and your sort of expectation is, is that each quarter there's a piece of continuing education that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. So y'all set that up and y'all plan that out. Yeah. By the year, by the end of the year, you should have at least four more education credits or CEUs that you can use towards keeping educated and up to date on what's going on. Totally agreed. Yeah. Your third point was stay hungry, curious and drop the ego and challenge them to step out of their comfort zones and hone the craft. Yeah. I think that all uh, goes back into one. I I think you can, you can go up to these last two that we were just talking about. Again, if you are staying hungry, wanting to continue your education, but also know that you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. So leave the ego at the at the door and be a team player and welcome all that feedback. I think that is super important. Um, that is really uh, hard sometimes, especially when uh, you may feel like you have failed at a class or you feel like you've fucked up. You know, there's that moment when you just have to step back and say, you know what, this is my insecurity. Um, stepping in the way and protecting me. And right now I have to be vulnerable and say, man, yeah, I did. I did fuck this up and I want to make it better. I totally agreed. Uh, Next is about a personalized coaching approach, even in the group setting. Yeah. A personalized coaching um, comes with time and experience with coaching. I think in the beginning, you're just trying to get all the fundamentals of coaching down, like how to run a class, logistics, how to how to teach a movement, make sure people are moving really safe. And then from that final piece is uh, going to every athlete in your class and having a personalized approach with that coach. You know, there's the levels of coaching and that is that personalized coaching experience that you know that athlete to a T, you know what they're uh, what they're working on, what sort of things that they've done in the past that they've, you know, done as progressions and has helped and helped them to 
up the ante on that workout while also keeping them really successful. For sure. And I think the pinnacle version of that is knowing what's going on outside the gym with them as well. 100%. Yeah. I think that's, I think actually that comes before (laughs) like that, because that that gives you a lot of great feedback um, to know that what is going inside that what's going on. It's that concierge private school approach to it. Yeah. It's fitness is, fitness is not just for the body. Right. Yeah. And your last point you make is to teach, not talk. Yeah. Teach them how to fish. Don't just give them the fish. Yep. Right? Yeah. That's my whole approach is that in our classes, in the facility, in Rhapsody, that I need to teach you how to do this so that when I'm not there, you know how to do it. And I'm, you're, I'm not just talking at you and saying, great job, you're doing great. You know, keep it up, keep sweating. You know, I'm going to say all those things, but... I'm also going to layer the teaching into it. So I know that when I'm not there, you're going to be successful. 100% agreed. I'm really proud of our team. I think you've done an incredible job with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So on the athlete side, mm-hmm. which is the other way part of this two-way street, yeah. the first point you make is to be a great guest. Mm-hmm. Respect the home you walk into. Yeah. So I, a lot of times when I t- we talked about... Um, I talked about this with Whitney uh, in our coaches mentorship program, but I we talk about our our classes being like you are throwing a house party, mm-hmm. you are throwing a house party. It's an experience. People are coming into your home, and you're going to give them the best party possible. Um, but that also goes two ways: that you have uh, people coming into your home, and those people need to respect the house rules. They also need to follow the guidelines, right? I don't want you breaking my china. And I think that's why like a strong set of core values, which I know is a whole section of box building that you cover. Mm -hmm. It's not only important for the team, it's important for the athletes as well. Yeah. It just, again, just like we talked about at the top with the coaching is that you are setting the expectation. And those are my expectations with every person that comes into the gym. Um, You're allowed to have fun. You're allowed to have that experience and to really be entertained and, and, and connect with these people, but also know that like you're in, you're in somebody else's home and you need to respect that. For sure. Second point you make is in coach, we trust, (laughs) we strive to earn your trust and we will set you up for success. Yeah. I think there is, um, last episode with Whitney, we talked about being vulnerable. Um, and I, I have just known over my years of coaching that, when I am vulnerable with people um, and my athletes, that they ultimately um, let their guard down. Mm -hmm. And then again, when they let their guard down and they become vulnerable with me, that all of a sudden that's where greatness lies. Yeah. It's where the magic happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Number three, stay hungry, desire to improve every day, beg to be coached. Yeah. I think there is this, this aspect of, um, ultimately when you walk into Rhapsody or into any facility, um, whether you know what the, what it is that brought you into that spot or not, um, you are, um, driven to become better. Mm -hmm. And for me, I need you to continually have that hunger Mm -hmm. and I will help cultivate that in you to keep that hunger uh, that fire within hot. Totally. Yeah. Number four, be humble about leaving the ego at the door. Man, that keeps coming back and back and back. It right? does. Um, for me, it's incredibly important that 
you accept feedback from me, even if you think it's bullshit, I would still <laughs> like for you to understand that like I'm giving you feedback and I and I ultimately am here to make you or help you succeed. And ultimately, if it may not be the best feedback in that moment, we're going to navigate with each other to find that best feedback for you. For sure. And it's also, I think to me, it's about not becoming overly competitive. Oh my gosh. You know, it's you against you really at the end of the day. Yeah. And just like, if someone's at the gym crushing something, you know, don't, don't feel less than, Mm -mm. than that person. It's all about you and it's about your experience. Yeah. 100%. So number five is about buying in and that if it's a long game, you're looking for real results, life-changing results. I think we all want it right now. Mm -hmm. I want to be 10 pounds skinnier and I want to have six pack abs by the time I walk out of the studio. Right. Well, that ain't going to happen. Right. So there's a buy-in aspect of knowing that like the long-term results um, are going to stick. Yeah. Not the short-term things that are just going to gonna get you off, right? Yeah. Excuse, excuse I mean, my look. French, right? Like, but that's honestly what it is, right? Like people go in, they're like, January is around. I'm going to get to the gym so I can look hot during the summer. I'm like, yeah, but what happens when like the summer's done and then the fall comes around? Right. And then it's all this like vicious cycle. It's like, let's actually set a foundation that's going to um, add years to your life in the long term, that I want you in your 60s and in your 70s and in your 80s and in your 90s being able to do whatever the hell you want because you have set that foundation nice and strong right now. Totally agreed. Yeah. And the last point that I love, and again, it always comes back to community for me. I think it's actually the most important thing with any business. Uh, it's about, you know, stand on your own, but I'll stand with your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, is a, is, it is a personalized journey, but we do it together. And no comparison, just personal progress. Yeah, I think there's that personal aspect to it of everyone is coming uh, at a certain workout, for for example, uh, on their own terms, right? They they're bringing their own strengths to to that workout, but at the same time, we all are doing that workout together at the same moment, and there is something so magical and special that happens when you are when you have collective suffering, right? In that sense. So there's like that sense of like, wow, this is really uncomfortable, but these people around me are, are, are giving 150% and damn, like I'm going to give 150% to whatever I'm doing. Totally. Agree. Um, and that there is like, there's that aspect of, like you just said, you know, not comparing yourself to those people that are around you, but knowing that they're trying to give 110%. So you better hold up your end of the bargain too. And I need 110% from you. Totally agreed. Yeah. Alan, this is, this is great stuff. And I just say to anyone out there, you know, I've been around fitness a while and just, you know, make sure that wherever you are in the world, that, that you're in a facility that supports a coaching culture. It is so important because if it's not, then you are not set up for long-term success. Make sure that where you're going, who you're working with is really taking care of you and really coaching. Yeah. I think, I think hold them to the standard. Yep. Cause if you're an athlete in a gym that, that you're not getting that, I think there's no harm in you asking your coach to be more mindful. Yeah that, Hey, I really want to get better at this. And can you help me? Mm -hmm. Because if they're real, if they're a real coach, 
that it's in their name. They want to coach you to success exactly. in every aspect of their life. I love it. Thank you for this. Absolutely. Hey, Somebody put a lot of focus in this last year, Shop Rhapsody. So if you want some Rhapsody fitness gear and swag out there, check us out online. There's a lot of new cool stuff. We had some new partnerships and we did some really fun items. You can always go there at rhapsodyfitness.com forward slash shop. I wear it all the time, baby. We wear it every day and uh, (laughs) we can ship anywhere in the world. Yeah. So check us out. Uh, Check us out at Rhapsody Radio Show here and we will see you soon. He will.